0: to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
1: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the gripping imprint of boot on the
0: I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com, r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. The social media page, facebook.com, forward slash the secret Teachings. You can email me there as well or private message me. My personal account, R-Y-A-N-G-A-B-L-E, Ryan Gable. And of course on the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Some of you may have seen our 4th of July raffle. You donate $4 through PayPal and you enter to win a pocket constitution, three books, three digital books, and a one-year subscription. And we will draw the winner on next Monday's broadcast right here on The Secret Teachings. You can also find a lot more on the website, including if you are a subscriber I'm going to be uploading all of our compilations to the archive or to a separate archive page so you'll be able to download and listen to those compilations on the website. I think we've got maybe like 60 or so of these things. I can't believe I've made 60 of these compilations, but my computer tells me I've got about 62 of these uh, compilations or montages is probably the, the more common word that's used. I call them compilations, but they're, they're more like montages. One or the other doesn't really matter, but those are going to be on the website, and they're going to be accessible to subscribers of the Secret Teachings archive at thesecretteachings.info. I don't know about you but even when I used to eat some of you probably do still eat meat and cheese and things like that but when I used to eat meat and cheese and I used to go out and get pizza I did like pizza it was always hard to find a good like New York style pizza I had a friend when I was in film school from New Jersey and he always tried to uh find like a good New York style pizza so we'd go out and we'd try to find something that was uh you know Something that was tasty, not this half baked fake pizza that a lot of places sell. So that was kind of our thing. We'd go out, this is like 12 years ago, 11 years ago, we'd go out and try to find like a good pizza place. And uh, I tell you what, of all the pizza places that, that you can go, I'd say Little Caesars is probably the lowest end of the pizza spectrum. I mean, I don't even know if you could consider most upscale pizza places in comparison, upscale, that is to Little Caesars, as pizza. It just, it's really disgusting. Little Caesars is like, I'd rather get a frozen pizza at the dollar store and make it if I was going to get pizza. Little Caesars is absolutely disgusting. However, I feel like ordering a pizza from Little Caesars now after what happened in, in the last 24 hours. I don't know if you saw this, but apparently Little Caesars, some employees, they sent out a pizza with a swastika on it. They made the swastika out of pepperoni. I'm dead serious. This is the newest story about hatred and racism in America. Another story that just comes on the tail of the Bubba Wallace story, which turned out, like the Jesse Smollett story, to be fake, to be fraudulent, to be misleading, because just like Jesse Smollett paid some guys to quote-unquote assault him and commit a hate crime, and they were two black guys from Africa, and he paid in a check. You know, not something that you probably want to do if you're going to stage a hate crime. But Bubba Wallace, turns out, the noose was not a noose in his garage. It was actually a rope to close a garage door. And just like the infamous, if you remember this story about the poop swastika, and yes, I said poop, the fecal swastika that was smeared on the wall a couple of years ago of this building, turns out that was also staged. It was a Jewish girl, I believe, who smeared feces on the wall and claimed it was a hate crime. But that was all staged. It was fake. But they never they never publish a retraction. They just kind of they tell the story, implant it in the public. And then when the public becomes upset and their perception is hate crime is on the rise... And it turns out, well, Jesse Smollett, actually, that was a fake attack. And Bubba Wallace, that was just poor reporting and investigating. And in the case of the poop swastika and numerous other so-called hate crimes, they turn out to be fake. And there's no retraction of that story or there's no details on why it turned out to be inaccurate or untrue and if it is discussed it's like a brief segment on a news show and then they move on to the next thing hoping that you didn't pay attention and then they, they did their duty as a as a news website or a news station or a radio show and telling you that hey we got it wrong but don't worry we're telling you the truth now next up in sports and then you forget about it so apparently little caesars this is what happened here is the audio clip K R O four, couple find swastika of pepperoni on their take home pizza. Here it is.
1: Little Caesars is home to the hot and ready pizza. And recently, one of their pies lived up to its motto.
4: It left one customer fuming. She turns and asks me, babe, did you order this? Did they make this for you? And I turned around, and I looked at it, and I could see the shock on her face, and then my jaw just dropped. Jason Laska stopped in at the Little Caesars shop on
1: Smith & Snow Road in Brook Park. He had ordered a pepperoni pizza, and when he got
4: home and opened the box... They're holding the pizza up. This is what he got. A swastika made out of pepperoni. I stepped back for a second. I seen the symbol, and I was like... And I looked at him. I was like, hold on. Did you have to order a fresh pizza or something?
1: The Laskas did not eat the pizza. Instead, they saved it for proof. They immediately tried to call the shop, which had closed just a So
0: Little Caesars, I guess they send out this pizza and it has a swastika on it made out of pepperoni. Apparently, they had to uh, kill six million pigs to make this pizza. I don't know if you read that part of the article. And they also baked it by putting it in an oven. Pretty terrifying stuff, but that, swastika pizza makes me hungry it makes me want a pizza I saw the symbol and I was shocked I didn't know what to do I mean you saw the symbol what 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 is wrong with people they see symbols and they freak out they freak out it's a symbol it's a symbol the thing is if you don't understand what a symbol represents and you have this perception that has been programmed into you you have these hysterical emotional reactions Now, to a Jewish person, they typically see that symbol as a symbol of hate. But if I was to ask an Indian person, they'd probably see it as a symbol of great reverence within their culture and within their religion. One of the dumbest things someone ever said to me was, Hitler conquered India, and that's why there are swastikas on ancient Indian statues. Someone literally said that to me. The only thing dumber than that was when someone told me that 47 individual propane tanks, they don't, they don't even use propane in high-rise skyscrapers, but 47 individual propane tanks simultaneously exploded, blowing out the core column foundation of WT-7. Someone said that to me one time at a university. I guess they need to get Hank Hill in there to fix the propane leakage because 47 simultaneously exploding, that's, that's bad. See, if you don't understand history, if you don't understand common sense, if you don't understand basic science, you don't understand just the basics of life, then you react and respond to everything with this emotional hysteria. You're basically on the ground convulsing like the Oracle of Delphi, breathing in the noxious fumes of what the media pumps out, Jussie Smollett, Bubba Wallace, swastika pizzas, and then it all turns out to be fake and fraudulent. I'm not saying this little Caesars pizza is, is uh, staged, but based on other so-called hate crimes, it's probably staged. But even if it's not staged, what is the big deal? It's a swastika. It's a hate symbol. No, it's a symbol of the four elements. It's a symbol of strength and love. Well, the Nazis turned it into something horrible, Ryan. Okay, to some people it represents something else. Just like a cross, if you invert it, it represents something else. If you take a pentagram and invert it, it represents something else. If you take an ankh and invert it, it means something else. If you distort, if you twist, keyword distort, twist, turn upside down, then things have different meanings. And social engineers are really, really good. Just like marketers and advertisers, which ultimately are social engineers, they're really, really good at altering your perception and convincing you that even if you do something that otherwise might be considered unnecessary, illogical, pointless, and even dangerous, that if you do it, you're actually doing something that is good for the community, for yourself. You're a part of something that is benefiting others. We hear all kinds of things about hate crime. We see hate crime broken up into statistics. And although we see Bubba Wallace and we see swastikas at Little Caesars and we see other things like Jussie Smollett the hoax, and of course the the Sandman hoax with that fake Native American guy who was not in the military or something like that, You see these fake stories, literally fake stories. And you think hate crime must be on the rise, but when you look at the data, hate crime is not on the rise. Hate crime has actually dropped substantially, so has violent crime. It's dropped substantially, statistically speaking. So the bottom line is, if you look at hate crime, there's no such thing as a hate crime. There's only crime. Crime, by implication, is a hateful act. So all crime is essentially a hate crime. Hate crime otherwise doesn't exist. Just like the idea that gender is a construct and that race is biology. It's actually reversed. Race is a construct. We're all part of the human race. Culture, heredity, genetics, these things classify us Into races as part of a much larger human race, a singular collective organism expressing itself through various outlets and various cultures and various traditions and various types of historical relevancies. Gender, on the other hand, is not a construct. Gender is a biology. Gender is natural. Everything is sexual, from the sun and the earth to the man and to the woman. Now, if you don't agree, Doesn't really matter, because nature doesn't care if you have a different opinion. Nature is nature. It's as simple as that. Gender is not a construct. Gender is biology. Gender is human physiology, human interaction, human civilization, human procreation. Race, on the other hand, is a construct. And regardless of what you think about ancestors and your ancestors being slave owners or your ancestors doing something horrible throughout history, you are responsible for you. I am responsible for me. That's the bottom line. And I want to express something to you tonight that I feel is incredibly important. We have to understand that You see marches of people, whether it's women's rights or it's the rights of people to not be affected by guns, so they want to ban guns, or you see people marching to get rid of the president, or you see people that are marching as part of Black Lives Matter, but it looks more like some weird gay pride parade I've seen in places like in Rochester, New York. You see people constantly battling over social constructs, you see people constantly battling over the destruction of history. You see people constantly battling with themselves, trying to grovel and apologize for things they didn't do, for things they're associated with because of the way that they look. You see people arguing and fighting over who deserves to have money and who has more money, and why it's unfair. You see people arguing and fighting about how people have too much individual freedom, so we need to bring everybody together into a collective. If I didn't know any better, I would think that this is an organized effort. Well, actually, I do know better. And it is an organized effort. Everything that I just said to you is the epitome of the Marxist, Leninist, Maoist, Stalinist, Communist, Socialist, authoritarian, totalitarian, oligarchical control structure. Starting with Never forget class struggle, which was part of the socialist education campaign in communist China. Never forget class struggle. Never forget class struggle. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Never forget class struggle. Eliminating the four olds. Forget about history. Get rid of customs. Get rid of culture. Get rid of traditions. Get rid of habits. Get rid of ideas. The four olds that are specified are customs, culture, habits, and ideas. They can be defined themselves in a variety of ways, but get rid of the past. This is what all conquering armies throughout history have done. This is what all invading forces have done. They separate families. They rape the women, take few for themselves. They slaughter the men and take some men into their military, and they raise the kids, they raise the children to be subservient to the new order— to the new normal, to the new state of control, the new political system. Struggle sessions. Struggle sessions are where, in a number of different ways, you express to a public audience that you've done something wrong. Maybe you <laughs> thought something you weren't supposed to think. So you go on social media And you say something on social media and somebody you know finds it on social media and they say, you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to post that. And whether they report you to Facebook and you get banned or there's a community effort to shut down this person's account and to get them fired because they said something, they posted something, they believe something that we don't think you should be able to believe. Shut up. Be quiet. Get out of here you should lose your job. How dare you? How dare you? Struggle sessions. You go in public, you put a dunce cap on, you sit there, people throw things at you, they spit on you, and you grovel for hours and hours and hours and hours. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I was wrong. I was wrong. Please forgive me. I don't mean to be racist for being white. I don't mean to be sexist for being a man. I don't mean to be a bigot for being an American. I don't mean to be any of these things. Please forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. And at the end of the struggle session, usually doesn't turn out so well for the person who just groveled for 18 hours. Sometimes it does, but oftentimes it does it because it sets an example for others that even if you grovel, it doesn't matter because that boot is still going to come down on your face. Extermination of the middle class and extermination of the wealthy class. This idea that you are living in a world that is unfair because some people have more than you. And see, the catch-22 is that even if there is a wealth disparity, there is a separation of the ultra-wealthy and the ultra-poor by comparison. What happens when your neighbor has $5 more than you? Well, now they fall into the category of the wealthier, so you get to go take that $5 from your neighbor. And then the person who was poorer than you gets to come take it from you. And ultimately the state gets that $5 because everything belongs to the state. Everything belongs to the collective. And everybody lives in the collective and participates in the collective. And there's no incentive to work. There's no incentive to build. There's no incentive to produce. The only incentive that exists is the incentive of the political power that comes out of the barrel of a gun, like Mao Zedong said. And this is the socialist high tide. This is collectivization. This is what we are experiencing in Marxist America. We are experiencing a cultural revolution. And this cultural revolution is in full force, full swing. You had better recognize what's happening. Educate yourself. And defend your family because history shows us how this ends and it shows us the next step in the process. Incremental cultural change that results in the extermination of your culture, your customs, your traditions, your ideas, your habits. It ultimately is an act of genocide. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. And don't forget... In an authoritarian regime like this, there are still powerful, wealthy people. You just shift power from one group to another who claim that they care about you when they don't. You are, as Marx and Lenin and all the other losers said, useful idiots. So enjoy that new title, Black Lives Matter, Useful Idiots. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere.
4: This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website thesecretteachings.info.
0: Here at The Secret Teachings Radio Show, we're going on 11 years broadcasting. It's been a long run, and I hope that there'll be a lot more to come. In 11 years, we've acquired a massive amount of shows with hundreds of guests, thousands of timeless subjects. You can access that entire archive right now when you subscribe on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Now, all you have to do, it's very simple, is visit www.thesecretteachings.info You click the tab at the top of the page that says Donate or Subscribe and you donate $35 through PayPal. You'll see the button there. You're going to get a one-year subscription with access to every show. You can download it and stream it. You'll also get a free copy of one of my books and I'll ship it to you free in the United States. It's only $35 and you can do that at thesecretteachings.info On the website you'll also find my books if you'd like to see them individually, read reviews, and more. The books are in softcover and digital form, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. You can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and catch us on the Fringe FM five nights a week. When you subscribe to the show or you buy a book, it supports you, it supports the network, and it supports the secret teachings. But even if you don't subscribe, you can still find a free archive of some of our best shows on the website, and we give away one free show a week, www.thesecretteachings.info. Alex Exum. Hi, I'm Alex Exxon, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
1: The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothma'am, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert Shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Check out my show, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday, right here on The Fringe, 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern U.S. Time.
2: There will be no place for dissent in future Marxist-Leninist America. Marxist-Leninist America.
3: I was asleep before. That's how we let it happen. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. This is your emergency broadcast system, announcing the commencement of the annual purge. At the siren, all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation.
2: The mobilization process in the United States is been completed. We are trained Marxists. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans.
3: Class struggle is the key link, the Marxist ideological, political, and organizational line. Black lives matter! Black lives matter! Class struggle Black lives matter! Black lives matter! Blessed be America
2: for letting us purge and cleanse our souls. Join me as we eliminate evil. Black lives
3: matter! Black lives matter. Black lives matter. And suspended the Constitution. We didn't wake up then either. We are true Marxists. I know the thing that happens. I'm
1: sure it feels very is. No 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 black
3: Lives Matter! Black Lives
2: Matter! Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you
1: have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. and you ain't black.
3: The Constitution.
1: We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, to collapse a liberal international order. We will see the emergence of a new international order. The beginning of a new international order.
3: Will the that we reorganize into the first, the and
2: Take the off. Shots Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans. Thanks to lack of morals. The next stage is decriminalization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Americans are facing a new normal. I don't think we ever get back to normal. normalization. I think this is one of the new normals. Normalization. It may last indefinitely.
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is Marxist America. This is the secret teachings on the Fringe FM. The American public have been demoralized. Society and culture have been destabilized. Crises have been brought about. Violent change is in the works. And it's all part of the normalization process. It's all part of the new normal. The new order or the infamous new world order. The new order of the ages. And the great... Global Reset of the Global Economic Forum run by the Red Dragon Prince Charles, the epitome of the archetype of the Antichrist. This is Marxist America. And what that means is Marxist ideology, Marxist philosophy, has infiltrated every cranny, every nook, every open, and closed mind in the United States of America. Never forget class struggle, the elimination of history, the elimination of ideas and customs and cultures and habits, struggle sessions, ancestral guilt. You are responsible for what your ancestors did. Never forget class struggle, the elimination of the middle class and the perception of the differences between people that have money and people that don't have money. All Marxism is, is a manner by which powerful people can deceive you and trick you into thinking that since you have very little compared with others, you will be a useful idiot in dismantling their competition. The extermination of the middle and the upper classes, there is still an upper class in Marxism. There is still an upper class in the CCP today. There is still an upper class in communist countries. There is still an upper class in the Soviet Union. And part of this process is the collectivization of all elements of society. The socialist high tide collectivized all farms that were run by the state. Anyone attempting to obtain any form of free independence financially, economically, from collectivization was seen as a member of the middle and upper class and were systematically exterminated. Be that socially, sent to work camps, or they were simply murdered. This is Marxist America. This is the cultural revolution. You see that people are concerned with black lives But they're not really concerned with black lives because if they were concerned with black lives, they'd be more concerned with Planned Parenthood, which slaughters more black lives than all other contributing factors do to the black community. And although the black community represents 14% of the birthing population in the United States, black women, They account for nearly half of all abortions. That's a tremendously high number. But Black Lives Matter doesn't care about that because what did the co-founder of Black Lives Matter say? We want to get the president out of office. We are trained Marxists. We believe in this ideological philosophy. She said it in an interview. We are trained Marxists. We want to get the president out of office. Well, if you're a trained Marxist and you're attempting to subvert the rule of law, what you're going to do is what the socialist education campaign did in China. Never forget class struggle. It is the struggle between the classes, the races, the sexes, women's rights, black lives. You can call it whatever you want, but unless you are completely stupid and you lack any form of common sense or historical context, you know exactly what I mean, and you know exactly what I'm saying, and you know exactly what this is and where this is going. And if Marxism is so great, one wonders why it has to be brought about through covert means. Well, it has to be brought about through covert means, because people otherwise wouldn't accept it if they knew what it really was. So it has to masquerade as something other than what it actually is. It has to masquerade like the devil, rather with a pitchfork and hooves and a forked tail and tongue and horns on his head, walking around as an angel, as a pope, as a false prophet. Marxism has to come in the same way. Marxism has to come as a savior, as an angel, as a god, to protect the working class and the working man. There's a segment of the population that believes in these ideologies not because they've been beaten down, but because they're lazy, because they're losers, because they don't want to work for a living, and they believe that if they become useful idiots of the party, the party will protect them and take care of them. Newsflash, morons, the party will not only not take care of you, not protect you, not give you what you need. The party will exterminate you as the party will exterminate elements of itself in its collectivized paranoia. But see, the problem is the commentary I'm providing you tonight would literally bounce off, verbally, it would bounce off the eardrums of the average person and just... Vibrate somewhere else. They would have no clue what I'm talking about because they're usually good, decent, moral people who don't think, how can I screw somebody over today? How can I take control of another person's mind and physical actions and emotions? You're good, decent people, aren't you? They're good, decent people, your friends and your family who participate in this cultural revolution. They feel that they are being part of something that is important, that is going to liberate and free black people from the oppression of the white man. They feel that they are part of something that's going to free the Jews from having to get swastika pizzas, like the story we just saw out of Ohio, a pizza with swastika pepperoni. They're going to free the Jews of having to go through this oppression. See, my question is, has been, and will remain, what rights are you deprived as a Jew, a black, or as a trans person, or as a gay male, that other people are granted? Now, I do understand that there are some arguments that you could actually legitimately answer my question. Like, gay people might say, and I've had some people that are, homosexuals say this to me over the years well you know as a straight person if you want to get married you can get married and you can get tax breaks and there are special benefits for you if you marry a woman but as a gay man in some states i can't marry another guy or i can't marry another woman i don't get the same kinds of economic incentives you do and i always look so dumbfounded is that why you're getting married for financial incentive i think you're doing it for the wrong reason I wouldn't get married for economic incentive. Besides, marriage is a contract, right? And then you consummate your marriage with sex and what do you call sexual organs and breasts? You call them goods? You're going to show me the goods once we enter into this contract? We're going to marry. We're going to wed one another, become partners in this business. The marriage license is a license of business operations where we exchange goods and we are a partner in everything that we do. It's a business contract. I don't want to be a part of that. If I was to marry somebody, it would be in a ritual that I understood the various elements of this ritual, and it would not be done through the state. If you want to get married because you want financial incentives, you're doing it not only for the wrong reason, but you're doing it for the same reason That the Civil War was fought. Let me tell you what I mean by that. A lot of people think the Civil War was fought over slavery. The Civil War was not fought over slavery. As explained last night on the show, the Civil War was fought over a form of class struggle. The Civil War was fought over economics. The Civil War was fought in order to destroy and dissolve the Union. With the financial incentives that were pumped into the country from the outside to further divide the nation. You know, Karl Marx wrote in 1847 that without slavery, North America, the most progressive of countries, would be transformed into a patriarchal country. Wipe out North America from the map of the world, he said, and you will have anarchy, the complete decay of modern commerce and civilization. Abolish slavery you have wiped America off the map of nations. From that quotation, you could see kind of what Karl Marx is implying, that without slavery, North America would be transformed into a patriarchal country. You ever read the actual writings of Marx, all the people that love this guy so much, or they love his philosophy. But see, most people never heard of Karl Marx. They believe in his philosophy and his ideology because they're brainwashed at major universities, but they don't know anything about the guy. They've never even heard of Karl Marx, but they know all about his philosophy. If you actually read it, this guy was not only a hypocrite. The guy was a staunch racist, a legitimate racist, a Margaret Sanger-level racist, Jews, Negroes, everybody. But that's okay, because it's all about class struggle. I just don't get it. You you have to be raised with it to get it. Because if you don't have an empty slate, and you've been taught or you've developed any form of common sense, you accept it as a stupid person by definition. We're not talking about socialism. We're talking about Marxism. And what we're facing culturally in the United States is Marxist ideology and philosophy to tear down the United States and to bring about the establishment of the one new normal order. And that is done through a strategic process of destabilization, synthetic crisis, violent social and cultural upheavals, and then a normalization to allow the dust to settle that this is the new reality that you live in. This is the new way of life, and people just openly and blatantly accept it without any question, without any concern, because authorities told me, because this is my belief, this is my ideology, I want to read you something I read last night on the show. You know, Abraham Lincoln, the so-called man who freed the slaves. Well, he really wasn't a man who freed the slaves. Abraham Lincoln was also a staunch racist. Abraham Lincoln was a believer in white superiority. One wonders why, if this is the case, so many people that are opposed to white supremacy, so many people that virtue signal but know so little about history, would like, would support, would love Abraham Lincoln? Well, it's because they're ignorant of history, and others like him because he was a devout racist. You might say, well, what are you talking about? How Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. you got to look at it in context. Abraham Lincoln said that the goal of the American Union was not to emancipate the slaves. He said at a debate in 1858 with Stephen Douglas that, I will say then that I am not now nor ever have been in favor of bringing about in any way the social and political equality of the white and black races. I, as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. Now I want to explain something else. You think acts of hatred, acts of racism, you think these are horrible, immoral, terrible, unjust things. Perhaps, but if you have the belief in your home, in your head, in conversations with friends, even in public, you don't you don't like a, a certain race of people. You don't like black people, you don't like, well, Jews aren't a race, but you don't like Jews, you don't like Muslims, you don't like Christians, you don't like somebody or something. You know, it's completely acceptable to hate men Publicly, It's acceptable to hate straight people, especially straight white men. It's acceptable to hate Christians. It's acceptable to be a Satanist, but it's not acceptable to be certain things in certain places. In other places, those things are not acceptable. However, regardless of what the case is, what the scenario is, it is not illegal, nor should it ever be illegal, Nor should it be unlawful. Nor should it be considered something that must be silenced. For someone to express racist, sexist, or bigoted views. That's what your free speech is truly all about. It's to be protected. Hate speech is protected. It doesn't mean... That people would disagree with you or wouldn't disagree with you. It doesn't mean that it might not get you in some trouble. But these are things that are not to be censored. They are not to be canceled out just because you say something that is considered unacceptable to others. Does that mean, once again, that these things are not immoral, perhaps? No. No. I I think disliking and judging other groups of people is probably somewhat immoral, but it's a little bit more complex than that. You know, in 1862, Abraham Lincoln said, my paramount object in this struggle is to save the Union. If I could save the Union without freeing any slaves, I would do it. If I could save it by freeing some and leaving others alone, I would also do that. See, what happened was the Civil War that we think about as being simply a result of slavery is not based on black and white. In fact, many people in the South wanted to do away with slavery. Many people in the North wanted to maintain slavery because the North was very industrial. The South was not so industrial. The South relied on slave labor. The North relied on cheap labor from immigrants coming into the country. And so the South wanted, because they couldn't afford collectively to purchase things from the North because of the inflated prices, they wanted to import European products. But the North decided to put tariffs on the South and prevent them from doing that. And these tariffs continued to increase, especially when Southern congressmen left Washington in 1861, right around the time of the outbreak of the So-called civil war, which by definition really wasn't a civil war, but it was nevertheless an internal conflict. Because the industrial north had filled with immigrants that were willing to work for basically nothing, they had no need for slave labor. The major plantation owners in the south, which was primarily agrarian, were completely dependent upon human labor. The North did not want to abolish slavery, and much of the South wanted to abolish slavery, but it's also true that much of the South didn't want to abolish slavery, and much of the North did want to abolish slavery. See, we look at history in this polarized way, like the North wanted to eliminate slavery, everybody in the North, and everybody in the South wanted to keep slaves. Well, that's not true. In fact, it was the oppression of the North, in many respects, that caused the South to want to and attempt to secede from the Union, because they wanted the freedom of that northern economic oppression. And Abraham Lincoln said, no, no, no. You are not going to secede from the Union. If I have to free the slaves to prevent this, I will. Otherwise, I maintain that the white people are more superior than the Negro people. He didn't use the word Negro, but I read you the quotes of what Lincoln said in the late 1850s and early 1860s. And then you had another man a surgeon, an author, a Dr. George W.L. Bickley. In 1854, a few years before Lincoln made those comments, Bickley formed an order of knights known as the Knights of the Golden Circle. It was formed in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where they had their first castle. Now, the goal of the Knights of the Golden Circle was to carry out the plan that George Bickley had of a massive slave holding plantation empire that would span twenty four hundred miles in circumference, that's massive, with Cuba as the central point in that slave empire. The Knights of the Golden Circle created a kind of army. And this army became agitators in attempting to bring about civil conflict. Bickley made it very clear that his objective was to fight. He said, quote, The fact is we want to fight, but how we get it is the question. He did not want slavery to be abolished. He wanted to maintain slavery. And with his knightly order, the Knights of the Golden Circle, otherwise known later as the Ku Klux Klan, The Knights of the Golden Circle were intending to maintain the status quo of slave ownership in order to extend the slave-holding empire 2,400 miles in circumference with a central point in Cuba. This is all mainline history. You just look it up. Now, of course, through the Knights of the Golden Circle and through their pressuring economically, socially, culturally, and every aspect of society, they were agitators that stirred up hatred and fear throughout North and South America in terms of the country, not South America, but the North and the South of the American Union. John Wilkes Booth, who shot Lincoln, was also a member of the Knights of the Golden Circle because he didn't want slavery to be ended. They didn't want slavery to end. They wanted it as part of their empire. They wanted to expand it. So how dare you end slavery? Now, it might seem that Abraham Lincoln was a great guy as a result of that, he was assassinated. He was killed because he ended slavery. He was a great man. Well, not necessarily. In fact, Abraham Lincoln didn't want the South to secede. He said it was treason. So he prepared these huge armies and naval blockades to force the southern states back into the Union. It wasn't about slavery. It was about economics. You know, the war began in the early 1860s, somewhere around 1861 It ended in the mid-late 1860s. It took two years for Abraham Lincoln to free slaves. If it was about freeing the slaves, it would have been done immediately, one would assume. But the Emancipation Proclamation didn't take place until January the 1st of 1863. Abraham Lincoln said this later about the Emancipation Proclamation. Quote, things had gone from bad to worse until I felt that we had reached the end of our rope on the plan of operations we had been pursuing, that we had about played our last card and must change our tactics or lose the game. In other words, they were losing the war and were going to attempt to change their wartime tactics in order to advance the Union, which meant freeing the slaves. Quote, I now determined upon the adoption of the emancipation policy. Of course, Lincoln later went on to initiate the military draft that year, which enacted, by default, it seemed, in the minds of the people, justifiable reason to riot, which led to the suspension of habeas corpus and the rounding up of men and women who protested. Many people were in prison. Some people were shot in the streets. In other words, people were rounded up as prisoners in their protest against Abraham Lincoln's attempt to maintain slavery. I mean, this is just the history of it. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. Just go read a history book. The war was not fought over slaves. The war was fought over economics. People were thrown into prison without due process of law. The Constitution was, in effect, suspended on multiple occasions, various aspects of the Constitution. And this is the thing that's really bothersome. If you think about the U.S. Constitution, people that support it, people that don't support it, typically have a very, very similar perception of it. People that support it feel like it gives them the right to do whatever they want, whenever they want People that don't support it think that it oppresses minority groups. People that have actually read it realize it's probably the best piece of man written legislation, document, whatever you choose to call it, that truly creates an equitable environment. And the amendments to the Constitution and the various acts like the Civil Rights Act extend the protection of those rights because the government is there to protect rights, not to tell you what you can and can't do. So if you actually read the thing, you understand, oh, this makes a lot of sense. This is the solution to all the problems of Black Lives Matter and women's rights. Here's the solution right here. Besides, even if you think about something like, well, women didn't have a right to vote. Well, voting isn't necessarily a human right, but that's a civil right. It's not a civil liberty. A civil liberty is different. A civil right is something granted to you in a civilized society. We'll talk about all this when we come back because, yes, ignorance of the law does not negate the law, but ignorance of your rights does not mean that you don't have any. And the people that are protesting, the people that are rioting, the people that want to overthrow the United States, they want to get rid of the Constitution, they apparently don't know anything about what the country was founded on. And it was not founded on slavery, and the Civil War was not founded, was not fought, rather, based on Racism. It was based on economics, money, 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 money. Even Jesus turned over the tables in the temple. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere. More after this.
1: You are listening to The Secret Teachings. Contact the show to share information and your opinion or give recommendations. Email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at
0: www.thesecretteachings.info. Here at the Secret Teachings Radio Show, we're going on 11 years broadcasting. It's been a long run, and I hope that there'll be a lot more to come. In 11 years, we've acquired a massive amount of shows with hundreds of guests, thousands of timeless subjects. You can access that entire archive right now when you subscribe on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Now, all you have to do, it's very simple, is visit www.thesecretteachings.info. You click the tab at the top of the page that says Donate or Subscribe and you donate $35 through PayPal. You'll see the button there. You're going to get a one-year subscription with access to every show. You can download it and stream it. You'll also get a free copy of one of my books, and I'll ship it to you free in the United States. It's only $35, and you can do that at thesecretteachings.info. On the website, you'll also find my books if you'd like to see them individually, read reviews, and more. The books are in softcover and digital form. Occult Arcana food philosophy and the technological elixir you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and catch us on the fringe fm five nights a week when you subscribe to the show or you buy a book it supports you it supports the network and it supports the secret teachings but even if you don't subscribe you can still find a free archive of some of our best shows on the website and we give away one free show a week www.thesecretteachings.info
1: This is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to The Fringe FM.
4: If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry, Check out The Technological Elixir, Black Goo, Transhumanism, and Invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM.
0: The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM thefringe.fm and www.thesecretteachings.info
3: We didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. Let's begin. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. The siren. All crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation.
2: The modernization process in the United States is fully really completed. We are trained Marxists. Most of it is done by American
3: students. America. Class struggle is the key link, the Marxist ideological, political, and organizational line. Fast struggle.
2: Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Blessed be America for letting us purge
3: and cleanse our souls. Join me as we eliminate evil. Black lives matter. We suspended matter. the Constitution. We didn't wake up then either. We are true Marxists. I know the thing that happens. I'm
1: sure it feels very real. No
3: more. No more. No more. No more. No more. <laughs>
1: Poor
2: kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or
1: Trump, then you ain't black. And you ain't black. black men! One day live in a nation where
2: they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content
3: of their character. By the content of their character. Let's begin. And suspended the Constitution.
1: We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. To collapse the liberal international
0: order. We will see the emergence of a new international order. The beginning of a new international order.
3: The government will be into the first <laughs> the empire. For a safe and secure. Shelfire
2: find it enlightening demoralization process in the united states is basically completed already most of it is done by americans to americans thanks to lack of morals the next stage is this time subworker does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption the influence of marxist leninist ideas in the united states is absolutely fantastic uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis, and after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Americans are facing a new normal. I don't think we ever get back to normal. Normalization. I think this is one of the new normals. Normalization. It may last indefinitely.
0: are I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. Marxist America. It's not just a buzzword. The Cultural Revolution is in full swing. And the public just believes that this is all part of individual elements in society that are tired of being oppressed or they want equality, they want fairness. Women's marches, Black Lives Matter, demands for $20 an hour minimum wage, all these various elements that come together so beautifully as part of the Marxist puzzle, and you realize what it's all really about. It's about a cultural revolution. You know that Thomas Jefferson once said that the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants, and that every generation needs a new Revolution. I don't think he was talking about a cultural revolution. Meanwhile, the people that support Marxist ideology and believe that they are superior to others don't understand that Marx himself was a devout racist. That Marx himself did not believe in what you think you believe in. Marxism is the very bottom the very, very bottom of cultural and political understanding. It's it's the very, very bottom of political philosophy. Do you really think that people with this ideology, that convince you to have this ideology, that train you, like the founder of Black Lives Matter, as a trained Marxist, she says, do you really think they care about you? Do you think they use their power, their money, their influence to help you? To help black people? you think they really care about helping Jews? Marx hated Jews. Did you ever read his writings? Marx hated Jews. He hated Negroes. You ever read the writings of Margaret Sanger? who had no problems giving speeches at Klan rallies. Did you ever read the writings of Margaret Sanger who wanted to exterminate the Jew, who wanted to exterminate black people, who wanted to exterminate anybody who wasn't white? You know that Planned Parenthood, the birth control society, as it was once called, is one of the major supporters of Black Lives Matter, which, by the way, Planned Parenthood murders more black people than all other contributing factors to black death do combined. Black genocide is being carried out. You're right, systematically. It is systemic racism. It's within the system that you feel that if you're a part of, you are defending the black community. No, you're actually gentrifying the black community, and you're putting black people on a plantation of mind a cultural plantation where they're unable to speak and express their opinions unless they support your ideology. That's why mostly left-leaning white people run these organizations and foundations. At the top, they throw a couple black folk in there to make you think it's a black movement. Just like Margaret Sanger said, we'll use black preachers to corrupt and to coerce the black community into accepting their own demise. Because people, whether you're black or white, people will sell their soul and their classification of a black person or a white person. They will sell out. If not for money, they will sell out for something else. Rather than focusing on race, rather than focusing on sex, why don't we focus on humanity? You know, race is a construct. We're all part of the human race. We can identify we have certain cultural and traditional and genetic and hereditary differences. But this does not mean we're part of separate races of people. Race is a construct. Gender is not a construct. Gender is science, true science, true biology. I really find it astounding, and it's hard and becoming more difficult to discuss anything with anybody pertaining to science or history, because all you get back is, well, I've worked in the nursing field. I've got a degree in biology, so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, if you know what you're talking about, great. I was looking for someone who knew what they were talking about. Can you show me the medical studies, the journals, the scientific reports about mask wearing, Can you actually show those? I mean, I have copies of them, but I want you to find them for me because the copies I have from all the major medical publications show that you shouldn't be wearing a mask at all unless you're operating on somebody. So I don't have to be a nurse or have a degree in biology to know what I'm talking about. We typically think if someone spends 10,000 hours doing something, they become an expert. Well, by that definition, then I guess I'm, I'm more than an expert. I've spent way more than 10,000 hours doing research and reading and writing, so I must be an expert. See, this is the appealing to authoritative figures. We don't ask questions. We simply march to the beat of the drums. Every generation needs a revolution, but I don't think Thomas Jefferson was talking about a cultural revolution, the one in which we are in the midst of experiencing right now. By the way, that story I mentioned earlier about the pizza with the pepperoni slices on it, with the swastika, and how how that's a a hate crime, it's anti-Semitic, it's harmful to the Jews, this whole societal virtue signal about concerning oneself and collective concern over racial injustice and sexual injustice and all these different injustices that are perceived or otherwise perhaps there by some definition by some standard it's funny because the founder of this ideology the founder of cultural marxism was a stouch anti-semite he called jews hucksters and said that the jew was only good at making money That the Jew had one God, money. So, although, I mean, in kind of a humorous way, I kind of agree with him, not all Jews, of course, but the Jewish community, that is a cultural trait of the Jewish community. The leader of the Cultural Revolution that founded these ideologies, that founded these ideas, well, partly, he was the public face of this philosophy, He hated Jews. He hated Negroes. Read his writings. He hated black people. Go to Planned Parenthood. Read about the founder of Planned Parenthood. She hated black people. See, real racists, real eugenicists, people that really want to hurt you, have found a way to convince you that they care about you, they care about your family, they care about minorities. They're virtuous, moral, good people. They found a way to convince you of that because they know that you're like that. You're a good, virtuous, moral person. So, of course, you're going to support at least what looks like on the surface as a virtuous, moral cause. Not understanding, not knowing, not being aware Furthermore, not caring because you're in a state of denial that what you are supporting is the very opposite of what it, on the surface, seems to be. In other words, Black Lives Matter is not about black lives. It's about black genocide. It's about social divide. It's about cultural revolution. It's about Marxist America. It's about never forgetting class struggle. It's about the elimination of black culture and black tradition. It's about the elimination of, Of all other groups of people. Which includes the group of black people that it supposedly stands for. The extermination of all resistance to the revolution. Not the Thomas Jefferson revolution. The cultural revolution of the Marxists. Now, one would think that if someone was historically versed on these subjects, they would never support such a thing because they understand what it really is. However, people are not historically versed on these things. The few people who understand them are people who have read books, listen to radio shows, watch documentaries, or they come from one of these countries or their parents or grandparents lived in one of these countries and shared with them the horrors of what went on there. I met a guy from Russia one time and he was alive in the Soviet Union. I don't know how old he was, but he said he came to America to escape the the horror, the terror. Why do you think people in Hong Kong are flying American flags? Why do you think Antifa and Black Lives Matter are flying communist flags because they don't know what they're doing. And they follow the leader who is often a paid agent provocateur, one of the little minions of the Marxist philosophy that goes out and rabble rouses to create attention and conflict in order to to break the will of the people, to demoralize the people, to destabilize the current order, to bring about enough hatred like the Knights of the Golden Circle did in the 1850s and 60s, the Ku Klux Klan, to bring about enough hatred, to spout enough vitriol and venom and anger that it would spark violent clashes and a change that would lead to a new normal, a new normal, a new normalization. It would be normalized then. It is solved today that the European Union has banned U.S. travelers due to coronavirus threat. The CDC also now says that the U.S. has way too many viruses to control the pandemic, so it's pretty much over. You're all going to die, but nobody's actually dying. And the few people that have died, they're fraudulent fake numbers. And some people just get off on this. They love it. They like playing pandemic. They like playing victim. They like playing a member of the Mao Brigade. They get to go out. They get to give you the shot. They get to burn down your house and till your property and rape your wife. They are in charge. Not you. They're members of the party of the status quo. What they don't know is that they will be dismembered and slaughtered just like all those that they committed atrocities against. It starts culturally and socially, and it leads to a physical, violent cultural revolution. It leads to the destruction of human production, as Orwell said. That's why the war is only maintained. It is never meant to be won. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back. Stay with us.
1: listening to the secret teachings with your host ryan gable to contact ryan email rd at yahoo.com a woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus
4: come on there are plenty of amazing women politicians name one uh senator hillary rodham clinton awful how is she awful hates freedom
0: Here at The Secret Teachings Radio Show, we're going on 11 years broadcasting. It's been a long run, and I hope that there'll be a lot more to come. In 11 years, we've acquired a massive amount of shows with hundreds of guests, thousands of timeless subjects. You can access that entire archive right now when you subscribe on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Now, all you have to do, it's very simple, is visit www.thesecretteachings.info, You click the tab at the top of the page that says Donate or Subscribe, and you donate $35 through PayPal. You'll see the button there. You're going to get a one-year subscription with access to every show. You can download it and stream it. You'll also get a free copy of one of my books, and I'll ship it to you free in the United States. It's only $35, and you can do that at thesecretteachings.info. On the website, you'll also find my books if you'd like to see them individually, read reviews and more. The books are in softcover and digital form, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir. You can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and catch us on the Fringe FM five nights a week. When you subscribe to the show or you buy a book, it supports you, it supports the network, and it supports the secret teachings. But even if you don't subscribe, you can still find a free archive of some of our best shows on the website, and we give away one free show a week, www.thesecretteachings.info.
4: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff... If it wasn't for those guys. And then they the Democrats going, well, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Hi Jeremy Scott here from Into the Pair of Normal, and I'm back live Saturdays at six PM Pacific, nine PM Eastern, right here on the Fringe FM. <laughs> See now you're infecting my memory with your memory, and I can't even remember my own life correctly. Yeah. I think you are remembering okay, it. Guys, can we not do this? Can we not start messing with each other's memories? Okay, distorting facts it, like basically changes history. You know, it's like fake news. You know, and then all of a sudden nobody knows what the truth is, and facts don't matter. Guys, it's a slippery slope.
0: Alex. That's- Hi, I'm Alex Exon, and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM.
1: That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you.
4: Understand the procedure now. Just stop a few of their machines, and radios, and telephones, and lawnmowers. Throw them into darkness for a few hours, and then sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same? With few variations. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. And it's themselves. All we need to do is sit back and watch.
3: That's how we let it happen. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. At the siren, all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation.
2: The militarization process in the United States is fully completed. We are trained Marxists. Most of it is done by American stewards.
3: America. Class struggle is the key link, the Marxist ideological, political, and organizational line. Black lives matter! Black lives matter! Class struggle... Black lives matter! Black
2: lives matter! Blessed be America for letting us purge and cleanse our souls. Join me as we
1: eliminate
3: evil. Black matter! Black lives matter! Black and suspended Black the Constitution. Matters! We didn't wake up then either. We are true Marxists. I know
1: the day that happens. I'm sure it feels very real No more! No Black
3: no 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 lives matter! Black lives
1: matter!
2: Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you have a problem figuring
1: out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. And you ain't black.
3: the Constitution.
1: We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. To collapse a liberal international order. We will see the emergence of a new international. The beginning of a new international order.
3: Will the that we reorganize into a perfect,
2: Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans. Thanks to lack of morals, the next stage is destabilization. This time, Subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. The influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the next stage of course is crisis and after crisis with a violent change of of power structure and economy you have so-called the period of normalization it may last indefinitely americans are facing a new normal i don't think we ever get back to normal i think this is one of the new normals normalization it may last
4: indefinitely
0: Marxist America. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Does it still matter? Does the Constitution of the United States still matter? That was the headline from Time Magazine, July 4th of 2011. See these foreign adversaries and enemies of the state and the enemies of human liberty and freedom. Excuse me for using buzzwords. Published this on the 4th of July back in 2011, nine years ago, this weekend. Trying to convince the public that the Constitution does not matter. We, the people of the United States, and I don't really care to read anything more than that. Does the U.S. Constitution still matter? And the Time magazine cover had the U.S. Constitution being shredded. Now you would think... But this was probably not published by someone who read the U.S. Constitution, or maybe it was published by someone who read the Constitution and didn't like it because it doesn't align with their political philosophy. See, it's real simple. If you deprive a single person of their right as a human being, not a government right, but a God-given right, not God of the Bible, but a God-given right, a goddess-given right, a natural right, a common right, of all men and all women, doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you look like. If you deprive a single person of their right to express what they feel, even if they are a racist and a bigot, you have deprived every person of their right to express how they feel, regardless if they are not a racist and not a bigot. You deprive one person, you deprive all people. And ignorance of human rights and common law does not... Eradicate those human rights and common law. Just because you haven't read it, just because you haven't considered it or thought about it, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. One of the things that is so actually—I don't mean this as as a talking point. One of the things that absolutely just completely baffles me is that there are people— Who today, June 2020 in the United States, believe that black people have no rights and that black people are on a daily basis oppressed by white people. There are people that actually believe that there are people that believe every day when I get up because of the way I look, I am inherently racist. And by the way, I'm also a man, so I'm inherently sexist and I have a secret code word to get into the order of the patriarchy. I didn't tell you about that. I can get into the patriarchal order. We have our meetings once a week downtown, and I can go into this meeting and I can oppress women. Let me explain a few things really raw here. If you want to talk about the oppression of one group of people, to bring attention to it, like Gong in China, a philosophical religious group that peacefully demonstrates or peacefully participates in their philosophical religious beliefs by meditating and by doing various forms of yoga. And they're rounded up by the Chinese Communist Party. They have their organs taken. They're executed. They're put in prison. They're tortured. They're beaten. If you want to bring attention to that, by all means, bring attention to that. It's horrible, and the world should know what the horrible Communist Party of China is doing to people that aren't even dissidents, just people that want to sit outside on some grass, stretch, and meditate, and dance, and spend time with other people. You can have no happiness. You can have no freedom. You can have no religious expression, no expression of Your thoughts or opinions, no expressions of God. God does not exist in the eyes of the authoritarian state. All must be exterminated. So if you want to bring attention to that, by all means, bring attention to that. And if you want to bring attention to some black people killed by police, you got a couple of problems here. Number one is, when you say black people are killed by police, what color are the police? You do understand that police officers in the United States are not predominantly white men who walk around and kick black men in the head. You understand that, right? You understand that the majority of the police department in the city I live in is black. You understand that white people in most major cities, like Houston, Texas, for example, the majority of the population is not white the majority of the population in Philadelphia is not white. The majority of the population in most major cities is not white. And in a lot of major cities, I'm not sure how many, but I know in a lot of major cities, it's also not male. It's predominantly female. There are usually more females than males, and there are usually more in the cities, blacks and Latinos and Hispanics and Asians. White people are the minority in most major cities, which means by your argument of minority Oppression, it's the white man who's straight, who's oppressed more than any other group of people. Now, you could say, well, white people are in control of things in the United States. Okay, well, Muslims are in control of things in Saudi Arabia. Asians are in control of things in most Asian countries. Oh, and black people are in control in most African countries. Did you think about that? Who do you think runs like Kenya? Who who do you think runs like, I could ask you who runs Somalia, but it's basically criminals and pirates and slave drivers, slave owners, literal slave owners that run that country, which is an absolute disaster, probably one of the worst countries in the world. You know who, uh, you know who runs Iran? Oh, they're they're Iranian and they're got some brown skin and. Muslims. So of course, white people are probably going to hold more positions of power in the United States. Why? Because it's a predominantly white nation. But those white people make up what seems like an infinite number of mixes and backgrounds. So you really want to have that conversation, we can have that conversation, but you better be be, be prepared to go to war intellectually. Because I know what I'm talking about, and I will absolutely annihilate you in a conversation if you're going to come at me with, Black Lives Matter. Black. What do you mean, Black Lives You don't like Black Lives Matter. You hate black people. If that's your defense, you think you're big and tough, you think you're sitting there with an army, you're sitting there by yourself in your underwear, and you think you're a powerful person. You don't know anything about history. You don't know anything about the current state of affairs. All you know is, I'm a virtuous person and I support this group of people. Okay, great. But what you support is not what you think you support. What you support is actually a racist eugenics organization in Planned Parenthood that supports Black Lives Matter. They kill more black people than all other causes of black death do combined, from heart disease to murder. And that includes blacks murdering blacks, which is Tens of times higher than any other group of people murdering black people. Not to mention that 3% of the U.S. population commit 54% of murders. 3% of black men, uh, it's around 15 to 34 years old. Doesn't mean black people are bad. It means that there are some really bad black people and there's some really bad white people. And there are some really bad Asian people and some really bad Latino people, really bad Hispanic people. And there are some really, really bad men and some really, really bad women and some really, really bad gay people and some really, really bad straight people and some really, really bad homosexual people that identify as queers and then identify as animals on the weekend. There are some really bad people, and that's what it ultimately breaks down to some really bad people who subvert the rule of law and attempt to bring about a cultural revolution through class struggle that you should never forget, always repeat it, never forget 9-11, never forget class struggle. And because people are historically ignorant, they play on that historical ignorance and naivety. They publish things like this, does the U.S. Constitution still matter? Where the U.S. Constitution is being shredded on the front cover of Time magazine nine years ago this weekend, July 4th, 2011. So let's just play this game. Let's play their game for a second. Let's hypothetically say the U.S. Constitution doesn't matter. Let's forget everything the U.S. Constitution says, all the amendments, all the Civil Rights Acts, all this. Get rid of it. Forget about all of it. What do you want to do now? You want to put new people in positions of power? All right, who's going to be put into a position of power? People that support your ideology. What is your ideology? That certain groups of people matter more than other groups of people? I'm going to put people into positions of power who believe that they have the right to rule, they have the right to direct your life, they have the right to tell you what to do, who to have sex with, where you can go to take a walk, if you can leave your house, if you can walk outside without a mask. Are these the people that you want control in your lives, the people that are ultra-wealthy, ultra-psychotic, ultra-sociopathic, ultra-racist, ultra-bigoted, ultra-sexist, ultra-homophobic? The people that would slit the throat of a black man or a gay man and drink the blood? Are these the people that you want to control? You really think that there are people that are totally, completely, and absolutely, 100%, there's no doubt about it, they're completely objective in everything they do, and they only want peace, and they only want equality, and they only want to help you. I'm the closest thing you're going to get to that. And the people that think like that, the people that think like you, who really are objective about things, guess what? We don't want power. I don't want power. But I will fight. And I will defend your right to be one of those sociopaths. That's the beautiful thing about liberty. That's the beautiful thing about individual liberty. That's the beautiful thing about civil liberties. All fight for your right to hate me and for your right to attempt to overthrow the peaceful balance of order that we have in the republic. Just because you have no idea about the history of the United States doesn't mean that what you've been taught in school about how the Civil War is about racism, it wasn't, it was about economics. about how the country was founded on slavery. It was not founded on slavery. It was founded on the idea that men could be free of the oppression of a monarch and have the freedom to express their religious beliefs without the state interfering in their daily affairs. That's what the country was founded on. The country was not founded on genocide. Were there acts of genocide? Sure. Were there acts of genocide in every single country on this planet? Sure. Ever read anything about history? The horrible things you read about that occurred throughout history? I mean, this is just asinine. But let me, let me just read you something. Let me explain something to you. Let me read you the what they call the Reconstruction Era in the United States that took place after the Civil War. The Reconstruction Era, the Reconstruction Amendments, were the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the U.S. Constitution, the largest expansion of civil rights in the history of the United States. We also have to define a civil right. A civil right is a legal provision... That stems from the idea or the notion of equality. A civil right is not part of the Bill of Rights. It is not a civil liberty. A civil right is a right to vote, for example. A civil liberty refers to personal freedoms protected by the Bill of Rights. All people have civil liberties. All people have not always had civil rights. So that's why... There was a civil rights movement, not a civil liberties movement. There was a civil rights movement. And powerful, strong people like Martin Luther King, who said, I have a dream that one day my four children will live in a world where they are judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. All of that is dumped into a trash can and put out on the curb in this current generation who does the very opposite of what King said. They judge people based on the color of their skin, not the content of their character. They are devout racists. And so many of them, this is the sick thing, don't even recognize what they're a part of. They think that they are stopping racism by supporting the special attention given to one group of people or another. You want rights? You want legislation? You want government action? Oh, so basically you want segregation. Basically, you want the government to tell you that one group of people has more privileges than another group of people. You want segregation. You want a racist hierarchy, is what you want. You have civil liberties, moron. Historically, not everyone, like women, have had the right to vote, but that's a civil right. It's not a civil liberty. A civil liberty is much different. A civil liberty is enshrined in the Bill of Rights. And the republic was formed to protect those rights, not to tell people, this is what you can and cannot do. The federal government, the U.S. Republic, was founded to protect the civil liberties of all people. Everything else, socially, civilly, becomes a matter of civil rights. You still have a right, even if you don't have a civil right, To acknowledge your civil liberties. But nobody's going to give those to you. Nobody's going to tell you, hey, these are your civil liberties. You don't get like a welcome card when you're born. So all the people at Black Lives Matter protests and demonstrations, we want justice. We want justice, justice, justice. What justice do you want? We want laws. We want policies. There already are laws and policies and civil liberties. Black people are protected by these things, just like white people are protected. And to suggest that black people deserve special attention and white people don't don't deserve any attention is fundamentally and inherently and abhorrently and astoundingly bigoted and racist. So how about you shut your mouth, you dirty, racist scumbags? Because you are racist and you are judging people based on the color of their skin, not the content of their character. You think Martin Luther King would march with you with a BLM sign? I don't mean to invoke Martin Luther King in this context because I didn't know the man and I don't know what he would have done, but I highly doubt Martin Luther King would have marched with Black Lives Matter signs predominantly run by white liberal professors that want to dismantle the police and create societal upheaval to usher in the cultural revolution and the Marxist ideology and a new Marxist America. That's what Black Lives Matter is, supported by the birth control society known as Planned Parenthood that slaughters black people on an assembly line hundreds of thousands of year, a year, millions, way more than black people killed by everything else combined. Far more than white people, far more than Hispanic people, far more than any other group of people, far more than most groups of people combined together, black people are slaughtered by the birth control society. Let me ask you, what rights Have you not been afforded? What rights have not been given to you? What rights have not been presented to you? What rights have you not been made aware of? What rights do you think that you're going to get from a government or from an anthropomorphic God? What rights do you not have that everybody else has? What rights are you fighting for other people to have that you have that they don't have? While you virtue signal and you act in the most racist, abhorrent way you possibly could holding up a Black Lives Matter sign dismissing all other groups of people because you think it's important to focus on one group because you're a racist. What rights do they not have that you have or that I have? You can't answer that question because the answer is none. Just because you're ignorant of the Civil Rights Acts, just because you're ignorant of the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, just because you're ignorant of the U.S. Constitution, just because you're ignorant of the difference between civil rights and civil liberties, just because you're ignorant of history, just because you're naive, just because you are by definition someone who lacks common sense and intelligence, you are stupid just because you have no idea what's going on around you, and you follow the sheep in front of you, and you chant the slogans, and you chant the rhetoric, and you chant the hashtags, and you follow the leader, doesn't mean That you are superior to anyone else. You are a disgusting human being. And you know nothing about history. You know nothing about America. And you know nothing about the concept of individual liberty that protects all people. Whether you're trans or you're black or you're white or you're green or you're yellow. Well, there have been some terrible things done in America. There have been terrible things done in America. Is there any place in the world where there haven't been terrible things done? Well, that's the reason that they want to overthrow all sovereign nations and bring about the formation of a one world order, is it not? Because we can start fresh with globalist masters in control and positions of power that just want to protect you. they are trillionaires who just want to give their money to you to help you. Nobody does that. They have ulterior motives. It should be really clear to anyone who has any form of common sense what it's really about. You ever read the 14th Amendment? No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. You ever read Title 18, U.S. Code, Section 242, that whoever, under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom you know, like all the mask ordinances, statutes, regulations, customs, and rules, willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured or protected by the Constitution or laws of the United States shall be fined under the title or in prison, not more than one year or both. And it goes on to explain that you may be imprisoned for up to any number of years, for life, for both. You may be sentenced to death for deprivation of rights under the color of law. Have you ever read these things? See, this is what you should be handing out at your Black Lives Matter rallies. Not pictures of George Floyd, the drug addict, porn star, human trafficker, counterfeiter, scumbag piece of trash. You should be handing out this because all the black people that you think you represent, many of which don't want you to represent them, Black Lives Matter run by white people predominantly, yeah, you got a couple black people at the top that say they're trained Marxist. Black Lives Matter is a gentrifying organization. How do you not understand that or see that? They talk about gentrification, gentrification. It is gentrification. That's what Black Lives Matter is. When you think gentrification, think Black Lives Matter. When you think Black Lives Matter, think Planned Parenthood. When you think Planned Parenthood, think birth control society. Think eugenics. When you think eugenics, think Margaret Sanger. Exterminate the black people. You have civil rights. You have civil liberties, which are far more important than civil rights. You have the Reconstruction Era amendments of the U.S. Constitution. So the next time someone tells you, the next time someone tells me, the U.S. Constitution is racist, it's a horrible thing, we need to get rid of it and restart. Well, right now, this is the only thing standing between you and chaos. But even so, that chaos is being artificially created in order to get the people to reject their history and to reject their civil liberties in order to formulate the new normal, the new normalization, the new world order. That's what it ultimately is. Get rid of the Star Spangled Banner. Get rid of history. Disarm the public. Get rid of this racism. End it now. End it now. End it now. End it now. All this ideological naivety. There's even an article out this week that says how to talk to your kids about privilege. It says, as issues of police brutality and systemic racism dominate the national conversation, many parents are trying to better instill anti-racist values in their children. You know how you create a racist? By trying to instill anti-racist values in your children. How about you just teach them all people are the same? Some people look different. Some people do different things. That's just who they are as a person. But they're all members of the human race, In a conversation. But no, this document, this article is like seven, eight pages long, and it just rambles on about tackling issues of race with kids and how it requires discussions of another major aspect of racism, privilege. And if you don't talk to your kids about racism, that means you have privilege. Even if you're a black person and you don't talk to your kids about how they don't have privilege and white people have privilege, that also makes you a racist. That also means that you have privilege. Do you not see what's happening? Do you not see the fabric of American society being unwoven one line by another line by another line? Do you not see the American flag being unsewn? Do you not see the Constitution being shredded? Do you not see civil liberties being abolished? Do you not see that the public is willfully giving in Do you not see that so many people who think they're fighting inequality are contributing to inequality, that they're creating more inequality, that they're committing more atrocities against minority groups, that they are racists, that they are bigots, that they are hateful, that they are part of the cultural revolution, that they are acting in a way that mirrors the socialist education campaign in China. They never forget class struggle. You understand that they're attempting to eliminate all history, all tradition, all culture. Well, culture is race. They're attempting to eliminate race. All habits, all ideas, the four olds. Anybody who disagrees, they say they're violent for being silent. They're violent for voicing an opinion that is different. They are appealing to the false dilemma fallacy and appealing to perceived authorities. These are the struggle sessions that we have every single day. They they intend to exterminate the middle and upper classes because it's not fair that someone has more money than you even if they worked for it it's not fair so take it from them take what's yours and the socialist high tide collectivization it begins with the collectivization of thought groupthink herd mentality coercively persuading the public into accepting the cultural revolution into accepting groupthink and doublethink double speak collectivized thought, manufactured consensus based on emotion and hysteria. Because the public has been demoralized, society has been destabilized, artificial crises have been created, and violent change is in the works. And this violent change leads to the new normalization. And if we're not careful, what's going to happen is we are going to wake up in a new world, A world where the rule of law, not the rule of the jungle, directs all nations of the world. And when we're successful, and we will be, we have a real shot at this new world order. One in which a credible United Nations will use their peacekeeping abilities to restore order. Because that's what this is all about. This is all about... The creation of the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. Check out our $4 raffle at thesecretteachings.info for the 4th of July. We'll announce it on Monday's show next week. Don't forget to check out our archive. When you subscribe, you get access to every show You'll also get access to the new page I'm putting up with all of our montages at www.thesecretteachings.info just for subscribers. But if you don't subscribe, you can still access the free archive with some really great episodes. And I put out a free episode every week. It's on the slide bar at the top of thesecretteachings.info. You can also find my books on the website, softcover and digital form and email me at rdgable at yahoo.com that's rdgable at yahoo.com resist you see those stickers resist resist how about we resist marxist america and the cultural revolution and we go back to the roots of the human race and human liberty not individual racism and the arguments over special privileges.
2: There will be no place for dissent in the future Marxist-Leninist America. Marxist Leninist
3: America. Marxist America. I was asleep before. That's how we let it happen. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. begin. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. At the siren, all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. Your government thanks you for your participation.
2: The modernization process in the United States to be completed. We are trained Marxists. Most of it is done by Americans too
3: class struggle is the key link, the Marxist ideological, political, and organizational line. Black lives matter! Black lives matter! Class struggle Black, lives matter! Black, lives
0: matter! Black lives matter! Here at the Secret Teachings Radio Show, we're going on eleven years broadcasting. It's been a long run, and I hope that there'll be a lot more to come. In 11 years, we've acquired a massive amount of shows with hundreds of guests, thousands of timeless subjects. You can access that entire archive right now when you subscribe on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Now all you have to do, it's very simple, is visit www.thesecretteachings.info. You click the tab at the top of the page that says Donate or Subscribe, and you donate $35 through PayPal. You'll see the button there. You're going to get a one-year subscription with access to every show. You can download it and stream it. You'll also get a free copy of one of my books, and I'll ship it to you free in the United States. It's only $35, and you can do that at thesecretteachings.info. On the website, you'll also find my books if you'd like to see them individually, read reviews, and more. The books are in softcover and digital form, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. You can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and catch us on the Fringe FM five nights a week. When you subscribe to the show or you buy a book, it supports you, it supports the network, and it supports The Secret Teachings. But even if you don't subscribe, you can still find a free archive of some of our best shows on the website, and we give away one free show a week, www.thesecretteachings.info.